Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. I didn't even get a chance this time. It's okay. So, Lynn. Yes, Dimitri. Since you didn't give me a chance. No. Um, um, how do you buy a house? How do I buy a house? Well, you bought it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Have someone else buy it for you and you can live in it. Like your parents. Just kidding. That's one way. If you can live with your parents as long as possible and save up money... Good idea. Don't live with your parents. Lots of headaches. Lots of headaches. No matter how much you love them, living with them will make you probably not love them that much anymore. So don't live with your parents. If you could. I guess it depends on every different family situation, right? Yeah, it depends on if you like your parents that much or not. Or if your parents are crazier. Yeah. In any case, back In to the topic case. at hand. How do I buy a house? What's the process? What's the process? Well, the process is long. First, you don't want to live with your parents anymore. That's the key. Yeah, first you don't want. Fact. Yeah, and you need to have money, which it's hard nowadays. And then, uh, how do I buy a house? I don't know. I just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the process? So first, we wanted to, we were motivated to buy a house, right? Like we didn't want to live in the apartment anymore that we had. Yeah, we 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 had a very very small apartment. And it was going well. Until they made us remove our hood. Until, yeah, they didn't let us have a, uh, what is it? like A kitchen a, hood? A kitchen stove hood above the stove. So that means you couldn't cook in the apartment. Because... Yeah, and it's like, what's the point of living in an apartment or living at all if you can't cook? Check out Nafa. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, they wouldn't let us. They made us remove it. Though they did say that we could put it back once the city inspection is done. Or was done, is done. But then the water stopped working regularly. And that was oh, that we, was the last straw. Mm, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, we've always had bad water pressure and clogging, cloggage. Cloggage. Clo- is that a word? Mm-hmm. At, at our apartment. Anyway, I'm going to restart this podcast. Um, I'm going to restart it. <laughs> okay. How do you buy a house? So, how do you buy a house? First, you got to figure out what motivates you to buy a house. And for us, it was because uh, our apartment was getting a little bit too small for us. We kept buying on anime figures and have no more room. And we wanted to adopt pets or we didn't think we, we didn't know we wanted to adopt pets until we bought a house and we said, let's adopt pets. But that's also a reason. Um, and also, you didn't want to just throw money away. Kind of, you're not really throwing money away, but you didn't want to just spend money and not own the property Mm -hmm. so those were the motivations why we bought a house okay so now that you're motivated what do you do next uh you find a real a realtor agent Mm -hmm. a real estate agent Mm -hmm. the term is actually real estate realtor only refers to the people that worked at that company called realtor it was an actual company oh is that yeah oh interesting I think that's where that's where it came from. So you find a real estate agent to help you look for houses. Mm-hmm. And they they have connections with like banks and with um what is it like insurance companies and things like that. So they they know the ins and outs of what what you need in order to get the house buying process rolling. Mm-hmm. Long story short, uh, no matter how much homework you do ahead of time, you will not be able to deal with the situation on your own. Like you want someone that knows what on earth they're doing uh, to help you purchase the house, right? Sure. 
in in this case, we did a lot of homework, so we knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But we still wanted to have someone to actually deal with the transactions. Yeah. And, yeah, so we had a family friend who is in the business, so we asked them for their help. And they became our best friends overnight. Overnight. So, yeah, get a realtor. Uh, and then And then talk with your bank. About getting pre-approved for a loan. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to know how that works, check out our previous episode where we talk about what it's like to own a mortgage. Yay. Yay. Uh, so, yeah. Talk to your bank. Get Shop around with different banks. to That way you can get uh, an idea of like what the rates are. What the rates are and who can offer you a better rates. That kind of idea. And... Like we've mentioned in the previous episode, if you haven't li- heard of it, like listen to it, like go for a big bank, a bank that is well known in the industry. That way there's a lesser of a chance of you getting duped by them. Mm-hmm. That kind of idea. And they're more likely, since they are a big bank, they're more likely to work with you through through your cases. You know, everyone's situation is different, so they'll be more willing to work with you if it's a bigger bank. Mm-hmm. And this is especially the case if you have an account at that bank. Because yeah. then it's super easy for them to pull up your account information and get get you pre-qualified sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. Go with your own bank as well if you could. Because then they'll like, oh, this is a returning customer. It's mm-hmm. not a nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. So they'll trust you more because you have a history with them. Mm-hmm. So do that. And then the next process is, of course, once you get pre-approved, you look for a house. But, of course, only look for a house that is within your budget. Do not go and check out houses that are above your budget. Because once it's going to ruin you. Once you see those houses that, that you're going to fall in love with, your finances, you know, they're not going to match up. And then that's when you get disappointed. So only look at houses that are within your budget. Mm-hmm. Do not... Like, even if it's just to look, don't look. You know, that that was the... Like, we, we tried really hard to stuck with, to stick within our budget. And I think we did a fairly good job. Like, there were houses that I looked, but just to look and not to really, like, check out. Mm-hmm. Look as in, like, online, but not really go to that place to look at it. Because I know once I do, it's like, you know. And a great website for this is Redfin. Oh, com. yeah. Redfin is, does a really good job at listing all the stuff on mm-hmm. houses. And it was much better than Zillow and Trulio uh-huh. uh, at having up-to-date listings. Yeah. Um, And I don't know why the other two did not have, like, great up-to-date listings. But Redfin, like, as soon as the house was ready, it was on there and it wasn't necessarily on the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, So do do check out that one preferably over the others um, because it, it was a great way to check for houses in your area um so that way you know what to go looking at yeah redfin is a good app Mm -hmm. Mm. okay so you're going to visit houses uh you can't just oh yeah there are open houses that you can just show up but often like you'll have to make an appointment or whatever and always go with your uh your realtor Mm -hmm. like go with them they have they can contact the other real estate agent and get a code to get the key to the house even if the other real estate agent is not there yeah um so your realtor becomes your best friend when it comes to 
checking out properties that are don't necessarily have an open house but are for sale mm-hmm. um and don't have anyone living there and also your realtor has like a um have their own in a way like secret logs that show all the properties that are available even properties that are not on that are not open to the market yet but that are will be open to the market that idea so like always tell your realtor what you want and what you're looking for because they can also look within their own list to see if there's any new houses that are coming up that maybe you can look at that isn't available to the market yet Mm -hmm. there's also that or that if you find any houses that you really like through redfin like what we did we we sent we would send those information to our realtor and have them check against their own log to make sure that this house is actually what it says in her in their log as well so like just to compare information Mm -hmm. you know so you check out the house and you really really like it Oh, uh, when you go check the out the house, it would be really nice. So the, the problem with a lot of things is that in order for you to know whether the house is good or not, in terms of like there might be some underlining foundation situation, plumbing situation, you know, foundations not stable, anything like that. Um, in order for you to know that, you need to have been accepted your offer needs to have been accepted first and then you get people to come and inspect the house and then by that point then they will tell you what's wrong with the house and then at that point then you get to decide whether you want to pull out of the thing the Mm -hmm. the contract or not but it would be really nice if you know somebody like a family member a friend whoever is a contractor like a general contractor or who knows plumbing who knows anything regarding like building houses at all to come with you then that would be a great helping hands because they can look at the house and immediately tell you "Mm." (laughs) from the front of it without going deep inside like they can look at it and say like okay, this house looks great from the outside, but look at this patchwork that they did. They did not do a good job at model, like remodeling it. Things like that. They can pinpoint certain things for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So then you get a, a quick, instant, like... This is a dangerous purchase or... Exactly, uh, yeah. It, it's more or less safe to go through with the process. Yeah. So in our case, it was Dimitri's dad. He he is? He was? I don't know. Is he is. dad? He is. Okay, I don't know if he's retired yet or not. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> no such thing. So Dimitri's dad is a general contractor and he's done a lot of like building houses and stuff. So when we went to check out the houses, we brought him to check out the houses with us because he would then look at it and tell us what is good and what's good. And of course, Dimitri and I, we both have specific wants when for, to certain, for certain things in our house. So when we went to check out a house with Dimitri's dad, we would at then and there ask him, like, if we want to fix this part of the house. To do, Is that possible? To do this, to do that. Does it look possible or does it not look stable enough for us to do that kind of instruction and with Dimitri's dad he was able to tell us like uh this is not a good idea or that don't buy this house this other house is better that kind of idea because uh, like if you the thing is that like a lot of the house that you check out may not have been remodeled it might have been just sold as is so having a general contractor or a friend who knows about construction with you at that point would give you a clear idea as to like okay if I want to remodel this house that I'm going to buy for cheap 
Is it going to be more overall going to cost more than just buying a little pricier house that has already been remodeled? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yeah. Generally, you're going to need a separate loan if you want to do like remodeling work. Yeah. Uh, That's not your mortgage. Um, So you may or may not have difficulty getting that second loan. So be very careful if you have those intentions in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be as possible as you think it is. Yeah. Um, unless you have like a professional or you already have a bank that told you you can get that loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't just assume that you can. Yeah, don't just assume that you, when you want to remodel your house, it's going to just add on to that loan. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you might have difficulty, like Dimitri said, like getting a, a second loan because you just sign a loan. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, all of a sudden your credit no longer doesn't look so hot no more. Yeah. At least for the first few months because you just got a brand new loan. So yeah. uh, that's something to consider. So yeah, having Dimitri's dad with us was very beneficial when we went to check out houses. So bring my dad. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Los Angeles neighborhood area and you're looking for a house. <laughs> and you're okay with a French person with a sick accent like this. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, it was very, very uh, helpful to have your dad with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then after you find the house that you like, you put in an offer. Mm-hmm. And before that, visit huh? the house. Oh don't, yeah, visit don't the house. just assume like, oh, the redfin pictures look good. Let's put in an offer. And don't just do it once. Do several times. Like the house that we liked, we went several times to look at it. Mm-hmm. To to before we made an offer. Yeah. Yeah. Go visit at night. What is the neighborhood like? Uh-huh. Uh, check the flood zone. Uh, yeah. Is your house going to be flooding every single year when it rains? Yeah. Uh, those are all things that you need to, like, basic homework that you can do on your own uh, before you put in an offer and get, like, start taking steps into the contract mm-hmm. um, that you can quickly validate, speak to the neighbors. Yeah. Like, try to see what it's like. Um, uh, something that we didn't do when we moved in here was, like take an extended amount of time to look up the neighborhood and then we found out after living here that there are fireworks every night okay uh, to, like to be fair to be fair the fireworks every night was not because we didn't do homework it wasn't it that. an example it's an example yeah but you're making it sound really bad like we did our homework and the neighborhood is safe and the reason why we had fireworks like for for so many days was because COVID happened. And then all of a sudden, no one is allowed to go to work. Everyone is at home. And then all of a sudden, when the government started hand, handing out those stipends, all of a sudden, all the fireworks went off at once. They got turned into fireworks. Now everyone's back to work. It's been quiet. Mm-hmm. you know so i think that was just a, a fluke accident okay so then in that case check the forecast for your local epidemics uh, <laughs> to make sure that covid is not starting yeah. like months after you buy a house uh thankfully like the work that we do we work from home so that was fine but uh that can be a, a very perilous situation if you just buy a house and then you can't pay for it yeah um out of nowhere so yeah it was, uh, not it was scary. it's not a situation that you can always plan for exactly um so it's like no use worrying over stuff that may or may not ever happen uh but like do know that going into a house you're going to be stuck with the responsibility of paying for it mm-hmm. um yeah no one knew covid was going to yeah. happen like we bought a house and then a couple months later covid yay like no one knew but we were fortunate enough that, you know, we didn't have much trouble. Mm-hmm. But 
That's, it was a scary situation, I say. I think I was more co- worried about the freaking fireworks going off every night than... Burning a house down. Than, than anything. <laughs> in any case, you put in your offer. And then you wait for them to accept the offer or deny your offer. And at that point, like, there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a few things you can do. You can put in a yeah, bigger offer. There, right? there was There was a few... In our situation, it was unique in that... Uh, when we checked out the house, we we checked it out a couple times. We were debating whether we like this house or another house, that kind of idea. Because there was a house that we checked out. It was a lot smaller, a lot older. It did not get remodeled, a lot older, but it was up in the hills. And cheaper. And it was slightly cheaper. But it was up in the hills, and mainly because it was in the hills that it was more secluded. And Dimitri grew up in the hills. Mm-hmm. So he wanted a house up in the hills. But the only problem was parking was not good. There was no street parking because it was up in the hills. Yeah, it's all hills. Yeah, it's all hills. There's no street parking. There was like our the garage space of that house like barely fit two cars because it was at an angle. And if we were going to have friends over, it would not have been possible. So, and also if we were going to live in that house, like we'd have to fix it up because yeah, it was it an was really older old. house. Yeah. So there were options that these are things that you have to think about. Are you willing to live in a house and buy a house that you have to fix up? That which do you spend more money, or are you just spend a little extra up front, but then don't need to deal with the headache of needing fixing anything? Mm-hmm. Which what that's what we did. We bought a house that was a little bit more expensive, but it was completely remodeled. And we didn't think we would get it as a result of that. And we didn't think we would get it because we we put in our our offer and because there was only two days left because they were going to review their offer right away and then let us know by Monday. And it was already a Friday night, mm-hmm. right? And we had to put in our offer. So when we put in our offer, uh, we were already late. So what we did was... We put in an offer that was higher than asking price, just out of like goodwill. Mm -hmm. Because we were late, yeah. Is that the word? Like goodwill? Like just show that we're sincere about it? Mm -hmm. So we put in a price that is higher than the asking price. Like it doesn't have to be much. Like 5,000, 4,000, like a few thousand is enough to show your goodwill. Like you don't need to put a lot. So that's what we did. We put a little bit more than what they asked for. And then we wrote them a letter. We wrote them. You always have to write the letter. You always had to write a letter. So you have to pull out your your inner BS of like, oh, I love what you did with the place. No, you didn't need to. But we wrote them a letter. And like Demetrius said, you always had to write them a letter anyway. So in our letter, we we sort of like did the whole lubby-dubby newlywed couple and that we are reaching our fourth year anniversary, and that we're ready to start a family. So this house... We love the modern aesthetic. Yeah, we love this house, (laughs) and that this house will be great for us to start a brand new family together. And, like, so please give us this chance. Like, we did a a sobbing story, pretty much, (laughs) begging. And then... uh, Two days later, we found out we did not get the house. <laughs> so the, the Our sob le- story was not good enough. <laughs> so the letter did not really work. We did not get the house. And then we found out later they they offered the house to someone else who was going to pay it all in cash. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot of cash, you'll be their priority. And I don't understand this because 
it's not like the bank that you get a loan with doesn't pay out immediately. Yeah. So it's like, why is the cash offer better than the bank giving cash from a loan? I don't understand. I think it's from the old mentality. Like, if you have cash on hand... They're not going to give you $100 bills. They're going to give you a wire transfer. Yeah. It's not... (laughs) There's no difference. I don't get it. In any case. (laughs) Yeah. It's really weird because... Yeah. Anyway. We did not get the house. But then... Turns out. Turns out a day later, like two days later, we got a call from our realtor and they're like, hey, guess what? Real estate agent. Oh, sorry. I keep saying realtor. It's the wrong term. I'm sorry. Real estate agent. And they were like, hey, the house that you wanted that you put an offer on, turns out it's yours after all. And we're like, what? What happened? And it turns out the, the person that they offered the house to did not respond within 24 hours. So... If you don't respond when they reach out to you, I think you get a, a certain window amount of time, I think. I don't know. But they tried they, twice. Yeah, they did not respond. So then they went with us because we were the highest bidder were bidder in the whole group. Mm-hmm. There were several other offers that our, our real estate agent told us, but those people offer lower than the asking price. So we were their second best choice mm-hmm. because we offer more. Yeah, there's one person at asking price and then a few that were lower. A few that were lower, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was one that was going to do all cash. Mm-hmm. And then us who came in late but was the highest price. Mm-hmm. So it went to us because we had the highest price. And turns out the person that owned the house, it's a flip house anyway. They bought the house, they remodel it, and then they resell it off. So it's called a flip house. So to people who are flipping houses, it really doesn't really matter. All they want is money anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So our sobbing story did not please them. (laughs) It did not please them. Uh, We still get their mail. Um, Yeah. In any case, uh, so they, you give them an offer, they accept. Now it's a start of a 30-day process, right? Yeah. Okay, so what do you do during this 30-day process? Oh, yeah. So as soon as you accept, you accept their offer, I think like within 24 hours, you have to wire it out your, your down payment. And we did not, we were not prepared for that, remember? It, it's not the down payment. It's uh, so there's, it it, there's like a halvesies on the closing costs that we needed to do. So we needed to put a certain amount of the closing costs. Oh, we did? It yeah, wasn't that, it wasn't the down payment? It was not the down payment yet. Oh, okay um if but, I'm but that correctly. but that caught us off guard like yeah. it was we ex- we were offered the we thought it would be a while before we had to have the money ready yeah we thought it was at the end of the 30 days when when all the paperwork and the loans with the the bank and then that's when we we hand over the money but it wasn't that it was like within 24 hours we got to show our sincerity by offering up money and we were scrambling because we weren't ready for that mm-hmm. you know so that caught us off guard. So if you're buying a house, have all your money ready in one account. Yeah. Like don't have them dispersed and then bring them in during the process. It's going to take some time. And we were lucky that it was our own bank. Mm-hmm. So they were more accepting. Mm-hmm. But other than like have all your money ready. So yeah. that caught us a little bit off guard, but we managed to pull through. And then um, the process starts with the bank the bank starts your loan process and then in the meantime you have to then um in the meantime we had to take a course on uh like the pros and cons of own of first time owner home ownership first time home owner first time home ownership 
And uh, if we do that, then they waive like the application fee, things mm-hmm. like that. And then we had to look into buying um, homeowners insurance. That is something that we had to do ourselves. Um, what else? And we had to get the house inspected. Oh yeah, and we had to hire people to get the house inspected. So we got well. a general inspection, and we got a plumbing inspection. Yeah. Uh, and we got a pest inspection. And a pest inspection, yeah. So, and all of these people were recommended by our real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Like, because they have connections, because they've been, they know. They do it all the time. They do it all <laughs> the time. So we asked them, like, what do we need? And they said, these are kind of the three main things that you kind of need. So we did that. They came, inspect the house. This was before we sign anything. Like, we're still in the first... This is still... Yeah, but this is still within the first week of accepting the offer. Mm -hmm. Like, already, like, within a day or two, we got people to come out to take a look at the house, the plumbing, the, 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 the foundation, everything, the situation, to get a full report. Because... Based on the report, then we we can say whether we want to move forward with the purchasing of the house or do we withdraw from the house. Mm-hmm. So you so it's not like once you accept the offer, like you're tied to it. No, you can still back out of it. You would lose the amount of money that you have to yeah. put forward into escrow. Yeah, you lose that amount of money, mm-hmm. but it wasn't too much. Yeah, it was like $3,000. Yeah. Um, and there are several contingencies that allow you to back out easily. Mm-hmm. Basically, if the inspection doesn't go well, um, then you're allowed to back out. Uh, if the seller can't, however. Yeah, if there's something going on with the seller side that they decide to pull their house off the market or whatever, then they can't sell it to you, there's that. There's also another thing is that your bank will then send somebody to evaluate the value of the house as well. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're not buying a What's uh, that term called when they come and they do an evaluation of the house? There's a term for uh, it. Uh, it starts with an A. starts with an A. Yeah, I forgot what the term is. But the bank comes and evaluates the house because whatever loan you're asking for, they're going to come to check out to see if that house is actually worth that loan. Mm-hmm. And with our appraisal, that's what appraisal. it was. With the, From the appraisal report, we found out several interesting things. Like if the house is on the main road of that city, then the house value gets do- knocked off a little bit. And then if... If you're next to a school, it gets knocked off. If you're next bit. to a school, it gets knocked off a little bit. If you're next to a park, your house value gets knocked down a little bit. Pretty much they want you to be in a secluded residential area. Then your house value is considered good. So like from... It was really interesting that we learned all of this from just reading the appraisal paper. How they were evaluating the house. And other houses that are similar. Yeah, and other houses. They use other houses around that neighborhood... And based on their recently sold prices to then evaluate whether our house is similar to that. Mm-hmm. And so there, that is also another con, 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 contingency. Contingen, con, contingency. That. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's all that. And then if assuming all of that goes well, uh, you can usually negotiate one last time. Uh, regarding price oh, with and the stuff seller, like that. yeah. Uh, whether they should give you a year of appliance warranty, which is, I think, what we got. We got, yeah. So, so like, it depends. So, this all relates to the um, 
the what's it called the inspection report mm -hmm. like you can at that point at the end you can after you get do it on the, all the inspections you can actually use that as your arguing points like say like hey look this house has this kind of problems i'm gonna need to fix this once i once i move in it's gonna cost this much so since i have to do that would you we build would you be willing to take off a little bit of the housing price mm -hmm. so you can negotiate back and forth with the with the seller mm -hmm. in our case what was it that we got in our case we get to keep all the appliances that that is in the house and it was all brand new appliances anyway. So our... Other than the AC. Yeah, our thing was that we asked them if we we can keep all the appliances in the house and that the AC that we have is old now. Even though they replace all the pipings and everything, the AC itself is quite old. So if we can get a... Um, a, a, an, a like a, an appliance... Uh, warranty. Warranty on it. And so they purchased a one-year warranty for us to have. And, like, you can negotiate things. And I think mm -hmm. overall they knocked off, like, a few thousand. So overall... We got back closer to we the got, original. Yeah, overall, like, because of the, the, what's it called? The negotiation, the price of the house actually is a little bit closer to the asking price than it initially was. Mm -hmm. So, and... If, assuming, like, we decide to pull out after those inspections and someone else came to look at this house, you can ask for those inspections. Like, they get tied to that property. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. if you are looking at a house, you can always ask, have there been any previous inspections? Like, it's rare uh, for this to be the case where, like, people decide not to buy a house after all uh -huh. uh, for any reason, especially in the market when everyone is, like, please have a house available for the asking price. Like, they don't want to go too much ahead of it. Um, so the, you likely won't find any, but it's never a bad thing to ask. Yeah, because that will save you some money because mm -hmm. you have to pay for the inspections Yourself, out of your own yeah. market. Yeah. So. And it's like a good five $600 here, yeah. five to $600 there. Um, the money evaporates quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, and then finally, uh, assuming... Uh, everything goes well and you s send all your money over to uh, the escrow, you are then asked to sign a book's worth of uh, contract paperwork. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it just takes hours to go through about like a few hundred pages at least, right? It's like half an hour. They yeah. t I mean... It's it's two inches tall, yeah, the you stack don't, of paper. You don't read it. They tell you what's exactly on each page, and then you just sign. Yeah, like, it's, it's very standard. Yeah, because, like, they could get sued for it. So they're not going to lie to you about, like, things that it's hidden on the contract. You know, it doesn't benefit them in any way. Mm -hmm. Them as in, like, the escrow company. Yeah, assuming it's an actual escrow company. If it's uh, no name, then do look more into it mm -hmm. uh, don't take legal advice from us uh just putting that asterisk out there <laughs> yeah um but in our case uh, we trusted the people that were uh explaining it and so far so good i guess yeah uh so we did not get um duped, duped over that uh process and then you send the final wire over and uh at that point they give you the keys to the house no they don't no they don't your real your real estate agent hands you the key because they held on to the key because they get the key from the 
from the the other agent. Yeah. Yeah. So they hand you the keys. That is once all the paperwork is signed. And then, like us, you bring your uh, newly illegal pets. They're <laughs> not illegal. They weren't allowed in our apartment. It was a no pet zone. Well, when we moved out, there was a new ownership and they did allow pets. But then you'd have to pay per pet. And so we had like a couple days left. So we were like, hush, hush about it because mm-hmm. we didn't want to pay. But yeah, it all worked out. So we moved in as a happy family of four. And then COVID. <laughs> and then COVID. So we were stuck together as a happy family of four. Two humans and two fuzzy monsters. balls. <laughs> but yeah, that's the process of buying a house. It's a lengthy process. But it happens quickly at the same it time. It does happen quickly. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, it's very fast. And you're very excited when you're looking at new houses and stuff like that. But keep in mind, don't look at houses that are over your budget because you will regret it. And do not look at houses under an airport. Uh, <laughs> you can usually tell by if you're if there's an airport nearby. Take a look at where the runways go. Uh, in one direction, like if planes are landing, it's very quiet. If planes are taking off, however... That was, uh, so we were in one neighborhood and we we're like, these, these people, they don't have screen doors in front of their, ha- their doors. They, they have, have glass doors. They have double glass doors. And we're like, why do they have glass doors? It's so peculiar. So we go check out the house and then out of nowhere, <laughs> essentially. Uh, and we're like, what on earth was that? And it's every five minutes, a plane taking off. Every five minutes there was a plane taking off. But that house, that neighborhood was so nice. It was way above our budget, though, that house. But we just went to look just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. But that house was way above our budget. But it was in a nice neighborhood. But regardless, there's a plane going by every five minutes. It was not worth it. Not worth <laughs> it. That's why it's a nice neighborhood. They're like, please, someone buy this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. That house did get bought. Mm-hmm. There was a And person... it's on sale yet again. No, kidding. there was a person there when we were buying the house, and they did buy it. So maybe a deaf couple bought it because they wouldn't hear it. No, they would. They would feel it. I don't think you feel that much unless you're right there at the airport. No, you you would feel it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a low tone vibration, especially if you need to double pane all your windows and all your doors and soundproof all the walls. The walls weren't that soundproof because you can still hear it despite the double pane windows outside. You can still hear it. So, yeah. Anyway, this is a long episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Follow us uh, on Twitter at Lin and Dimichan. L-I-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N. Such a long handle. (laughs) Or click the link in the show notes. Yeah, check out our show notes. We get lots of links in there. Yeah. Except there's not probably not a lot of links for this particular situation. Uh, But... (laughs) Yeah. And if you missed the previous episode, do do listen to that. I mean, knowing about how finances work and like mortgages is it's pretty interesting. Whether you're gonna buy a house or not. It's always good to know because mm-hmm. you best, never best know. Best be prepared. Yeah, you never know who you're gonna run into. Maybe a family member is gonna buy a house and then you'll have all the knowledge to educate them with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Education. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>